Hello. <laughs> Sorry. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Occasionally Posh. As you can see, Chastity B is not here. She may or may not be joining, um, but she is at play rehearsal um, doing her acting thing. So T. Era, a.k.a. T, said she would come in and substitute, give her wisdom and her good good humor. And uh, we're going to get through these topics. <laughs> Chastity said she had to be just a little bit ratchet, but, you know. We'll see. We'll see if she can bring out the ratchet on the show tonight. <laughs> I've been trying to channel it. Trying to channel Chassis B. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we always start with a foreplay. And uh, I got two somewhere here. All right. So I seen this on somebody's Facebook page, and I don't know why, but it was hilarious to me. It says, I just heard wipe me down and got a word. This man said, I pull up at the crib, VIP, gas tank, on E, and all, but all drinks on me. Meaning, even in the midst of his own struggle, my God, he was willing to be a blessing to others. Look at your neighbor and say, wipe me down. (laughs) Yes, yes. Would you you call that ignorance or would you call that looking at the uh, bright side? (laughs) Listen. The Lord is available to all of us in many ways. And what Boosie said was a word. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I mean, a word that can get you into debt, but. <laughs> It'll get you stranded. Uh, yeah. Is, is it really an even score if, if I buy you drinks all night, but then you got to take me home because I can't get home? Um, Somebody <laughs> has to drive. <laughs> I mean, nowadays you can just Uber that. So, I mean, but that wasn't available when he made the song. But he had faith that a ride would be there when he was ready to go home. Mm, faith. Mm-hmm. Mm. And a lot of people do that. Mm, yeah, I'd never done that. At least little $5. five. But back in the day, $5 would get you that back. I don't know about today. $5 might not get you at the gas station. Mm-hmm. <laughs> back in the day. Mm-hmm. $5 could get you a couple of places. At least put five in that bad boy. It could have got you somewhere. You had to go ahead and take it out, though. If you had something like Wells Fargo, there'd be a fee. And next thing you know, you check your card. It's <laughs> $2 on there. $2.99. What y'all think y'all watching? Y'all think this is a word from Boosie? Or do you think uh, whoever this dude is on Twitter just being ignorant? I would love to know. <laughs> The second thing I seen on Facebook, and I, I kind of wanted to get your opinion on it. This guy put up, pulled up a plate with uh, two Sloppy Joes, ketchup, and chips. And he says, B made me two Sloppy Joes and some chips. I swear to God, I'm not ever coming here anymore. And if he was in the comments like, that's why women ain't got a man. That's really, you know, they don't make no sense. That ain't no meal. What I look like a child, blah, 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 blah. When I looked at it, I'm like, I still, I still eat a Sloppy Joe to this day. Well, I know you won't. You don't eat meat. I might, it's on the plate. She gave him two of them and chips. Mm-hmm. I think from a bag of chips, too. Mm-hmm. From, a, from a big bag, from a family size, okay? She gave him something. What's that sauce on the side, though? What's that for? I think it's ketchup. I don't know what it's for, but it look like ketchup to me. I don't know. Didn't mean um, but, you know, like I said, some people was going in on the woman saying she ain't worth nothing. And then some people was like, 
y'all just ain't never gonna be happy. Mm-mm. Um, what kind of meals they want the women to make? Steak, steak dinner, steak and eggs. I don't know. Steak is I mean, for somebody who's just coming over, how long is she gonna see him? I mean, she could have a steak for, for her. Why she got a steak on somebody coming over? Who knows how many how times? Right, <laughs> right. The fact that she's going out of her way to feed you to me, I don't see the issue. But this is also one moment in time, too. Like this could have been we didn't really plan nothing tonight, but you know, I okay, I throw something together. This could have been, you know what I'm saying? I don't cook you good dinner Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. You coming over Thursday, it's gonna be something light. Mm -hmm. Like we ain't really getting a full story. Yeah, and even if it ain't none of that, and it's just the first night, now you just done judge her off of something at least. What's the time? What did he cook? What did he bring over anything? I bet he didn't bring nothing. He didn't bring nothing, no chip. Nothing. Nothing. He didn't bring nothing. Maybe it was a night here, single person like me. I could have been just fixing something for me. And then somebody wants to come over. They can have some of what I made, but I didn't make myself nothing fancy. I have leftover meatless spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> and you can have that. Then I'll be on Facebook. Uh, you be on Facebook. Talk about. Okay. <laughs> Can't win. Can't win. Uh, Chris, uh, thanks for joining. He said, throw some mayo and cheese on that bad boy. I know that's right. She has some cheese on it now. I can't say about the mayo. She definitely has some cheese. I like mustard and cheese on mine, but people think I'm weird. Uh, I yeah. have nothing on there. The sloppy joe has all the sauce in it already. You don't need extra sauce. It had all the sauce in there when you ate it at the schoolhouse, but you know, back <laughs> in our homes, we're going to add something to it. Okay. <laughs> ain't, ain't nothing just plain. Okay. Day. Right. <laughs> Yolanda said hello everyone hey Yolanda thanks for joining Vern said she didn't put cheese on it right it didn't even look like goodman cheese it had a little flex on it it had a little flex it had a little curve. <laughs> that's some good sliced cheese and then Q said I'm from the trenches I'm smacking that fast <laughs> I eat it like it was the best dinner she made. He made. Thank you so much. I have not had sloppy joes in a while. If it was just me, a friend, girl, th thank you. I, don't, yeah. I mean, if I was eating the meat, but you know. <laughs> right, right, right. I just, I don't know what happened to us, the thought that counts. What, what happened to that generation? Mm, was that, was that us? Was that our, who was the thought that counts? Was that Gen Z? <laughs> that was Gen, uh, was that the boomers? I don't know. It was one of them. <laughs> Maybe it don't really have to do with age. Maybe it's just a person, I guess. But should be that the thought counts. It should be. Should be, but it ain't. It ain't. All right. Well, that was our foreplay for tonight. Thank y'all for tuning in with that. Um, I, I ain't gonna start with the topic of the show yet. I want. I want to start with something. Uh, something else. The uh, you know, months and. It's been months and months or just months. Months and months ago, the whole situation with Chris Rock and Will Smith happened at their awards and everybody was all up in arms and some people understood and some people did in it. It was a whole thing. Well, I don't know if you know it or seen it, but a couple of days ago, Will Smith actually did an apology. So I'm going to play it. Chris, I apologize to you. Why didn't you apologize to Chris in your acceptance speech? Um, I was fogged out by that point. 
It's, 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 it's all fuzzy. I've reached out to Chris um, and the, mes- the message that came back is that uh, he's not ready to talk. And when he is, he will reach out. Um, so I will, I will say to you, um, Chris, I apologize to you. Uh, my behavior was unacceptable and I'm here whenever you're ready to talk. All right. How you feel about it? Uh, um, he looked like he was still hurt a little. Why like he was torn up a little bit? Um, it was a part in there. He said he didn't want to. He said he didn't want to. Um, he was trying to. I guess know he did something wrong without like treating himself like he was a piece of. Sh- yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, he looked real hurt when he when he said that. But he did embarrassed that man publicly and so he had to apologize publicly right i don't know about all those other apologies but i mean if he felt he had to 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 do it then i guess i guess so i don't know if those other people were hurt they apologized it's probably embarrassed yeah i think he probably in the moment you know we all have done something in the moment that's stupid and it's not well thought of. And even if the people around you be like, yeah, you took up for your woman or you took up for your man. Like, we done all been there. And then you kind of you move over, you think about it a little bit. It's settling your spirit. And you're like, ah, if it would have been the other way around, I'd be mad. as You know what I'm saying? Like, we all done <laughs> been there. So, I, I, me personally, I truly feel that he acted in the moment off of emotion and anger and past trauma. And he's so tired of people putting Jada in every thing and i mean i feel like he just acted in the moment and people just people should be upset yes but i i actually agree with the statement you hear my son i actually agree with the statement what he said i try not to tell my son that i'm a bad person pretty much because of one situation because before this you didn't hear it i mean we heard a lot of things about Jada. we ain't heard a whole bunch about will as far as being that far negative other than having to open open marriage which that's their business Mm-hmm. It's a business. I like that he read that question though, because people swore up and down. It was Jada. She made him do it. I was like, "What's it gonna be, y'all?" Okay, either she control him and he do everything she say, or she ain't got his back. Like, which, which? If if he had started to get up, and the audience saw her pull Will's arm, they would have been like, "See, she always trying to control that man. She never okay. let him do what he want to do." He made right. a mistake marrying her. No matter what she did, the camera was going to pan to them on that joke, and it would have been something either way. But she mm-hmm. does not control him. <laughs> she's not. She's not at all. So, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I respect him for making the apology, and I think two things can be true. Some people are saying, oh, he's just saying that because he losing money and blase, blase. And that could be true, but he could also truly be sorry. I think... T- Everybody always feel like it's one thing or another. No, it can't be both true that, yeah, I'm losing bread, but also I shouldn't have done it. (laughs) It can be both because this is his job, his money. If you did something that hurt somebody at work, even if you weren't wrong or didn't feel like you were wrong or you don't care about it anymore, you might still have to apologize. You get called in the office about it. Right. Because it's your job. Now, if you don't want the job anymore, then forget it. Right. But um, 
you you've had to apologize. And we've been doing that since we were children. Yeah. Like, no, he hit me first. Apologize. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, I have actually been a person who in like you said in a work environment where somebody was mistreating me and they did it over a spell of time. Well then I got to the point where I was fed up and I just went off on the helper. Like, you know, it was just I ain't even care about the job at this point. Like I just went off on and said some things I shouldn't have said, and it happened. And I didn't get in trouble like I thought I was or whatever. And, and everybody said I was right, and she deserved it. And she somebody finally needed to knock her down a pig and blase blase. And all could be true, maybe. Um, but then I know people are gonna feel like this is real churchy. But God dealt with me because of my behavior and told me that I cannot. Two, uh, again, two things can be true. She can be a bad person, but I could have treated her poorly. Mm -hmm. So I have to apologize for my part, even if she never apologizes for hers. Right. And that's, and that's the hard part. People be like, all right, I done said sorry, your turn. Now, you say sorry to me. <laughs> right. And they be like, well, I'm sorry if so mm -hmm. I think he had a good crafted apology. I'm sorry for what I did. Not if you felt hurt, if people felt hurt, he apologized for people who felt hurt. Right. Period. Right. Um, and I've I've had to apologize. Sometimes I apologize so quick people think I'm joking. They're like, no, that was that wasn't right. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, see, you were always joking. I'm like, no, for real. I I apologize. I didn't, you know, I'm not here to hurt nobody. You know, sometimes I Speak a little too quickly. I just be making a little joke, little joking joke, mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's insensitive. I'm like, I'm sorry, you know. And I just put that in my notebook for later. Like, here, right. you watch it now. People have feelings out here, <laughs> and if it don't matter that much to me, if I if I was hurt the least, then I don't mind apologizing. You know, right? Like right. he was hurt the least. He might have lost a few things, but he got to go away. You know, heal whatever he was doing in the Himalayas or whatever. I don't know where he was at, but he got to do all of that stuff. He was hurt the least. Chris Rock on stage dealing with it. People still talking about it. They're gonna talk about it next year at the awards again. Right. Um. So he was trying to apologize. Plus, he said he know those people personally. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, his apology was better than Kim Burrell's. I'm. I'm sorry. I really. Uh -huh. I was just joking. I thought it was telling a joke. Like no. Just say you were sorry. Or the pastor. I don't know if you, the pastor that we talked about last week, it was an interview or something that happened. I haven't seen the whole interview, but he was like making excuses was I had, I, I, uh, I turned into a different person. I was human in that moment. And that's why it happened or something when he was cussing this girl. I'm not, I think he did cuss actually girl out on the interview. I don't know, but I'm like, oh, so now that's an excuse too. Or oh, I just had a human moment. <laughs> he apologized and what I said was wrong period I apologize period right. <laughs> and then you have to know as an adult and it seems like he understood that but you have to know as an adult that they might not forgive you I mean it's no hugs it's not kindergarten you don't hug and y'all play afterwards you might not ever play again and right. if it was me okay we I have some really good friends but if you hit me, we're not friends anymore ever in your life. Don't talk to me. Don't talk to my family. Don't call my granddaddy. Nothing. <laughs> Don't bring my grandma no bowl of sugar. No. <laughs> not, if you hit me as an, as an adult, like you just let me. <laughs> like, Shadana, I, I mean, I, we haven't known each other long, but I. <laughs> 
I don't, I just don't think I could get past it. I'd be like, okay, fine. I don't hate her, but there's no way I would ever trust you raising your hand around me. Right. And if right. you put your hand up like this, I'd be like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we could keep talking about this old and old, but we're going to move on. We're going to move on. All right. So as y'all seen from the title, then we're going to ever brought this uh, amazing topic to the show. <laughs> Like, I'll go read it. Well, I'm gonna let her lead it. Now, look, she said, I'm just a damn kid. She said, I'm just a kid. But here we go. All right. <laughs> so the topic above it says heterosexual male culture is homoerotic. It is male loving. And then the, the article says to say that straight men are heterosexual is only to say that they engage in sex, effing exclusively with se uh, other sex, i.e., women. All or almost all of that which pertains to love, most straight men reserve exclusively for other men. The people whom they admire, respect, adore, revere, honor, whom they um, imitate, idolize, and form profound attachments to, whom they are willing to teach, and from whom they are willing to learn, and whose respect, admiration, recognition, honor, reverence, and love they desire, those are overwhelmingly other men. In their relationships with women, what passes for respect is kindness, generosity, or paternalism. I hope I said that right. Probably didn't. Uh, what passes for honor and removal to the pedestal. From women, they want devotion, service, and sex. Heterosexual male culture is homoerotic. It is man-loving. So uh, tell the people your perspective on this uh, situation. <laughs> <laughs> now, when I said that, I just thought it was interesting. I seen it on one of my friends' page, and of course, when I see something like this, I always go to the comments. You know, I'm like, "What are the men saying?" Because this is about them, right? And if it was about women, I'm like, "What are the women saying?" Because this mm -hmm. this is about us. What are y'all saying mm -hmm. in the comments? So, um, I think some men do have really close relationships, but um, I was watching one of your episodes, and some men don't have any guy friends, uh, right. <laughs> so. I can see where some men are like, no, or the friends that they do have, like they've been rocking and rolling with for a long time and they might not be close to any woman like that, especially if they're single. They may not have any friends like that. If they did have a friend like that, though, and then they had a girlfriend, she'd be like, y'all are way too close. Right. So right. I get what the author is saying here, but to have those kinds of friendships with many, it's just not acceptable in all circles. If you had a female friend like that, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it might be the same if a female had a male friend like that, and you're right. like, oh, y'all are way too close. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Well, one of the comments on it, I can, um, it, uh, it was from a woman, and she says, "Respond." Well, she said it's a response from man. So never mind. Um, it says, I can see the concept of what they are saying, but I personally don't agree to an extent. Most men first association with love naturally occurs when their mothers with, with their mothers. So it say men by default love other men. I disagree. And people who I admire, respect and adore, blah, blah, blah. And it cut off for some reason. But uh, that is what they say. They say your first love is your mom. Mm -hmm. That's why they call me and mama's boys and things of that nature. So how do you go? And and I can agree to that because both, both I got two boys and they do. They tend to just flaunt to mama. So it happens. Um, So how can you go from that to saying that now really all you want for them is sex, but 
you want all the other components from a male. Mm, this is one perspective to throw into the pot. I know people were all up in arms. I'm like, just, just, yeah, just read it and, and, and think about it. <laughs> yeah, ain't no such thing. To be true, you know, you know, all, all, all balled up every time. Because mm. um, there's a lot of stuff like that. All these kind of theories about women and friendships, single women, and um, you know, y'all be laughing and talking about it on this podcast right. um, and, and discuss it and be like, well, you know, this part could be true. I see where this part could be true. Right. Um, but when it's like when it's the other way around, it's just be a lot of anger. Y'all always get on the men. Y'all let the men. This is crazy. I'm like, well, sometimes mm. you know, some men don't give that to other women. I mm. know all types. Some that really close relationship with their boys. They call. They'll be there in a minute. They'll leave their girlfriend house. Go, you know, they gotta go do this for for their boy. They got to mm. go do this. They've been in trouble for their boy, you know, but they won't, you know, leave their house to go and do something for their girlfriend. Right, right. For, you know, for their wife, you know, what? You forgot your lunch. You better buy something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. If your boy forgot his lunch, you would have been there. <laughs> right. And I do agree. I do think they make it bigger a bigger deal on one side than they do the other because somebody or a comedian or something literally just said a few months back, like, Women, y'all don't need men because you got your girlfriends. And he made a whole argument of you go to your girlfriends, you talk to her, y'all make life decisions together. She's the first person you call. Uh, she the one you like really trust and believe in and lay your head. And then you just come to me and, and, and we ain't got nothing to give. You just want us to pay the bills and sit on our side of the house. Like, <laughs> like they literally just said the same thing about women in reverse. But hey, ain't that that rolled over in 2.2 seconds, but this got 22,100,000 copies. <laughs> and this is her book, right? I mean, she's got a whole a whole book. It's just interesting. I mean, and that's just one little piece. Who knows what's in the, the whole thing? Um, but I read something. I know I was saying it could be triggered from it. But I mean, I read something really toxic and, and bad. I just read a couple pages of it about black women. I was like, this is crazy. This is, this is hate speech. I can't believe something out here is published like this. So, But there were a lot of comments on it. A lot of comments. I was looking in the comments on Amazon. They were like, yeah, this speaks to me. This is what I've been thinking. But you put it in the words. I was like, what? How? How could this? How could so many people agree, agree with this? Um, yeah. I don't know. They do have close relationships. Maybe as a woman, if we just look at it, I mean, could be, you know, some women could be jealous of that relationship they have with their with their boys. They want they want that. You be close to me, you know. I'm about to say that's problem. typically what it is if you really break it down. For most, I ain't gonna say for all, but because it is some people who just put their focus in wrong places. So I'm not trying to take mm -hmm. away from that. But mm -hmm. I'm gonna do one of Chastity's uh percentage 99.9%. <laughs> you be jealous, and we'd hate to be we hate to admit as humans when we jealous. It's like a stigma, like oh my god, you jealous. That's the worst thing in the world. People get jealous, it's, it's a human emotion, it's okay. Mm -hmm. it's get jealous. I don't think it's always bad, it just means I want I want that. Mm -hmm. I would like I would like that. Um in my life. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I would like that feeling. I'd be jealous. Um, <laughs> right. You can't really tell nobody you're jealous. If you say you're jealous, I mean, I think right now that's probably like, oh, man, you just hate me. Like, I'm not hating. I'm saying I see the relationship that you have with your boys. And right. I want you to have that relationship with me. And then, oh, girl, 
It's tripping. <laughs> or maybe it's too soon. Some of this stuff is like boyfriend and girlfriend. It's like, I mean, I know you for, you know, two months. We've had a good six months, seven months. But my boys, like, we we were, I know him since middle school. That's like my brother. Right, right. That's family. <laughs> right. I don't know, except for when you had that um that friends episode uh with the guys and they went as friends as adults, but I feel like a lot of guys I know like they're friends they've had like since forever. These are mm-hmm. not new people. They ain't just picked them up somewhere. Yeah. They done mm-hmm. had them for a minute. They done had them for a minute. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. And and some of that is just miscommunication. Like a lot of times we don't we don't communicate the jealousy. It just show up and appeal. And it's real, usually at its highest point. With your friends. Uh, exactly. <laughs> Are you with them again? Then you just look crazy and clingy when you literally could have just said it months ago and said it. I say it all the time. It ain't what you say is how you say it. You can be like, hey, I understand your relationship with your boys. I get it because I got my girls. But how can we find a balance? That's mm-hmm. all you have to say. Boom. Work it through. Be done with it. Work it out. Um, man, there's this um Martin stand-up called You So Crazy. Have you seen? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he got that joke in there when it's like this girl she wanted to spend time. It's like, I just want to spend some time with you. I know I ain't spending time with my man on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, but tomorrow's Thursday. So I know I was spending some time with my man. And mm-hmm. long story short, it got to Sunday and she had a new man. And he was like, Oh, but she was fine, Joy. Hey. She knew what she wanted. No. <laughs> you always going to spend time with your friends with Craig and them. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Well, just to close that topic out, I'm going to play this video from TikTok. Okay. I honestly wasn't going to make this video, but I've seen a few comments similar to this one and just a lot of things in the comments that I just want to clear up. But before that, though, I just want to say 1.6 million views and counting. That's crazy as hell. Did not expect that. I just recorded that video on a whim and just posted it um so if it resonated shout out to you if it pissed you off shout out to you but yeah let's um let's clear some things up again this comment right here and similar comments to this i agree with this comment actually you know it is harmful i've I've talked a bit about friendships male friendships on my page you know and the benefit of friendships on people's overall well-being in my opinion and from my interpretation i don't think that quote was a critique on men's friendships, but more so a critique on how heterosexual men, despite being heterosexual, center men and maleness. It is totally natural to want to befriend, like, hang out, build community with people that look like you, other men, right? People of the same gender. But what's strange to me is when you can't allocate those same characteristics, respect, admire, whatever, to other people, that's pretty strange to me. Men can do all these things toward other men, but can't allocate any of that or leave any space for that for the women who they so desire the attention of. Some men don't even think they can even be friends with women. So at the end when she says, from women, men only want sex, devotion, and service, I think that's pretty weird. (laughs) Yes, male culture is man-loving, yeah. Some of y'all don't like women for real. Y'all don't see women as people. Sorry, I should have cut off the beginning of it. I was rushing. What do you think about that, Shadon? <laughs> <laughs> she got to reverse it on me. 
gotta reverse it on me. Um, I agree. I agree. I don't. I think people took it too far and trying to. Well, first of all, they probably took put the gay in it because of the homo uh, erotic piece, which is mm -hmm. when I looked at the definition doesn't go. So I don't know. And Lisa, unless I read the definition wrong, it don't fit to me. I ain't look it up. Hold on, let me. What is that? Homo erotic says it's concerning or arousing sexual desire centered on a person of the same sex, which means you desire a man would desire a man. But that post ain't saying that post saying they want the sex from the women. They just want all the other stuff from the men, right? Mm -hmm. So that don't go. No, it don't match. So <laughs> it don't go and match. I want to, you know, you right. Mm -hmm. So I think number one is where it went wrong because they put that pieces in it and it's it's contradicting itself. Uh, but I also do believe that sometimes men, some men ain't saying all, and and, and some women I ain't saying all. We objectify the other sex and we just don't want to admit it. We treat them like a prop piece of property. Mm-hmm. They come and they schedule to come and take care of the kids and schedule to lay down in the bed and give you what you need and schedule to do it all over the mall. Like, <laughs> Sound like know. color purple. <laughs> <laughs> when he finished, he lay on top of me and do his, do his business. business. <laughs> <laughs> right. So yeah, I don't think I don't think some I don't think people realize well, some people do realize and they just don't care. But a lot of people in relationships, at the end of the day, that you just don't know how to relationship. And instead of figuring that out, going to therapy, getting it fixed and working through it and going about your business, or instead of being okay with that and communicating that that's all you need from someone, you kind of do this little middle way thing. Like <laughs> you doing a little bit of both, and it's like mm -hmm. It's 2022. We're gonna start being either number one, honest with ourselves and other people, and number two, realizing that we need help and go seek some therapy. <laughs> therapy. I'm a big advocate for it. Um, I learned a lot in therapy myself. Um, we're talking about who I be dating on here, but I did date this guy who obviously had no friends. And <laughs> I was like, I was like, he wants too much of me. He needs some friends, you know, because I just can't, I just can't be all, all of that. So it probably just needs to be a whole person, a whole and complete, a complete person with family and, and friendships that they can rely on and another complete person with, you know, mm -hmm. family and friendships they can rely on. And then they're only, you know, depending I guess on each other on I guess what they have mutually decided to depend on each other for but mm -hmm. nobody else or anybody else's uh friendships and I think now that you have read the definition that what men have and they would probably disagree it's just intimacy but not a sexual kind of intimacy meaning like a, a closeness a familiarity a bond you know mm -hmm. things that we have in common that we share it's just us an intimacy um, that's not uh, sexual and probably because of the relationship between men and women and what we mostly seek out each other for. Right. And what, what was at the end there for, um, what was it, sex and what? Servitude? Yeah, something like that. For, yeah. I would say for the sex. I can't speak to the servitude. I think that's just um, culture. But for the sex part, it's just what we 
I guess mostly, I guess, look at each other for after after being friends, like in school, then from adults, it's like from then on, that's it until it's time to get married and you're looking for a partner, but you still mm-hmm. want that part. But it sounds like more like in- intimacy, not homeo, homoeroticism, right. but that right. intimacy between men and women have an intimacy too. Like that, you I mean, y'all oh, go yeah. to the women, like, because we have that intimacy, they have the shared experience that I don't have to explain. I say, you know, it was rough, you know, and they're like, yeah, sometimes it is rough. We don't have to d- discuss what rough means. <laughs> it's, it's, what's, what time. it is to you. You know, we, we right. don't, I know I've been feeling rough. We, we both know this. We don't have to talk about it versus a man. You know, what do you mean? It was rough today. It was, you know, rough, <laughs> hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, a lot. <laughs> you mm-hmm. can't even explain it. It's just interesting. Yeah, it's definitely intimacy issues, and 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 a lot of that is, like you said, a lot of that is because we start off with sex. Let's just be real; people don't want to say, "I need to know if it's gonna work." I got to test it out. All right, you tested it out, (laughs) and now you hooked on the sex, but then you you find out you don't even like the person. Mm -hmm. You trying to make up reasons of why you like him? Well, he did put his socks on today. Like (laughs) you making up stuff at this point. Cause the sex is good. Don't like them. Don't <laughs> like spending time with them. Don't like the stuff you be talking about. You say stupid stuff all the time. You're like, what are you talking about? Right. Can't even form, form a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Create a score of two and a half. Like, it ain't got nothing. The partner ain't got nothing. You know, what was that? <laughs> yeah. It do be like that. You be leading with yeah. sex and then be looking for intimacy later. Like, oh, you got to put up there first. And sex and intimacy is not the same. It's not just all in one. A they lot of people make that mistake. It is not the same. Mm-hmm. It's not the same. I'm going to leave y'all to learn the definition of the two. And all these people out here, it, it, men and women, I can separate the two. I can still have good sex and get to know them. And, and it be all good. You can't. <laughs> you could I would say you probably think that you do but you could have like better sex you know like when people if you start exercising and working out you know and you and you feeling good and you're living living better versus people like oh, I'm alright you know I'm eating chicken I'll be, I be doing whatever you know I'll be feeling good you think you feel good until you go on a little cleanse <gasps> you, go, you do a little fast at, at the church you be like I felt really good afterwards you're like yeah you usually feel okay but you could be feeling good. You could be feeling great. <laughs> mm-hmm. You right. You right. So Chassie done joined. She said, "Hey y'all. Hey, hey, guess you done with practice." Oh, uh, she said. She said he. We be saying he called me before noon. <laughs> he he sent that good morning text that he copied and pasted and sent to everybody else. <laughs> uh-huh. Good morning, queen. Uh-huh. <laughs> good morning, beautiful. And then she said, yes, you can. And I already know what she's talking about. I could tell my you could separate the two. You can't. You can separate the two and have something that's okay. But I know it don't compare to the things that were great. Right. <laughs> I know it don't. Right, 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 right. Uh, your, uh, your sister said, hey, sissy. Hey, boo. She said, no, nah, they still there. <laughs> uh, and then she said, I hate, I hate it. You know what I mean? I hate it. I hate it. Oh, okay. I hate it. 
Oh man, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all get out there, get you some therapy, work on those issues, mm. and get it together. Get it together. Get some therapy. What a therapist at? Have her yeah. back on. You have her on once a uh, once a month. <laughs> I know. We totally didn't gonna bring you on about us. Oh, she talking about good morning, queen is the worst. Oh, mm-hmm. it is. Good morning, queen. You like, yeah. we didn't get nothing after that. It's good morning. How'd you sleep? <laughs> nothing. Because <laughs> he moving on. He got seven more people to text. Can't have conversations. <laughs> You're queen. Okay. Yeah. And her and her and her. By the time he sent seven text messages, now he got to move on. Text the boy. <laughs> more personal conversation. <laughs> Chastity said, no, the worst is Grand Rock. No, she said, no, Grand Rising is the worst. She said, I'm not a bi- I'm not a biscuit. <laughs> I ain't never had nobody say Grand Rising to me. Whew, Grand Rising. No, those people don't get my number. We online. I'm like, Grand Rising, I'm at. <laughs> Immediately. He might be a good person. Don't do that. Uh, listen, the Grand Rising people somehow be the same kind of people mm. they the same as the pyramid skating people you know you kind of know when it's you know when it's I'm good, good. <laughs> like, oh, I'm good. I I see the first warning sign a boy a boy mm-hmm. I hear the <laughs> your hair natural oh lord <laughs> i already know where this is going <laughs> you don't need all that makeup uh <laughs> women these days uh. oh I can't stand when you know how y'all women don't do that can't stand it with a passion that's two sentences after grand rising queen that's two sentences okay alright moving on just to make it a little bit more light again I uh, I want to know how you feel you know you, you, you get a little text you know what I'm saying from the girls you saying Let's go out for some brunch. You going? You think you going to a nice brunch spot? You know, put on your little, you know, your summer brunch outfit on, and you ready to get in there, and have a good time, get your mimosa. Okay, I this see is, it. You see it? You see mm-hmm. it? You visualize it? Mm-hmm. All right, you there? This what? This what happened? <laughs> the corner. What was happening over there? Ah! What, was, what was going on? A rabbit hump in his lap. I've never seen a woman rabbit hump. Oh, no. Is that the chef standing there with his hands? <laughs> like, now, what? And okay. the dashes and evil gloves going on. <laughs> He's like, he didn't know what to say. Do I stop it or? I feel like I need to play it again. Just one more time. Hold on. I want you to see it again. <laughs> Woo! How you feel? You still going to stay and eat? <laughs> if my food came. <laughs> If my food came already, if not, I'll be like, now it depends. Am I on vacation? Because I'm, <laughs> if I'm on vacation, I might not mind. I'll be like, they are wild out here. Could I have another? Could we all have mimosas? Or, you know, I'm trying to get like what she doing. If it's, you know, 
Sunday brunch. I'm just, I got, I'm trying to get ready to go back, you know, to work. I'm trying to have some girl talk. I'm like, listen. <laughs> but the, what music they playing? I mean, oh, no. it's not that? like a club. That wasn't no just. That ain't no just coming from the speakers in the ceiling music. That sound that mm -hmm. that was bassy. That had some bass to it. Like it might be a club at night is what I'm thinking. Ain't no way that's just no regular brunch spot. Uh no, no. <laughs> I don't think I heard any music when I went when I go to brunch. I think it's, it's all I hear is plates clinking. <laughs> uh, that looked like a place where I mean you play that was that um that thing had happened at that that uh place in Atlanta, I think, where the uh the owner was mad because women were twerking and he mm. was like, No, no twerking. This is a classic establishment. They was like, it was it's the it's it was called trap trap brunch or something like that. Ah, yeah. Man, yeah. Like, the yeah. environment is set up. What's right. <laughs> working in here? Um, but he was like, "That's not this kind of place. They making it ghetto and ratchet." I was like, "You making it? Sure. I'm gonna need you to do your uh, a strategic and strategy team meeting with the folk because you know anything that got trap in front of it gonna be lit. Mm -hmm. Trap and paint lit. Trap karaoke lit." lit. Trap brunch lit. <laughs> ain't going to work classy with trap in the name. No. And plus, now, if there's no liquor, it could still be classy. But if there's liquor involved, wine, a spritzer, none of that. Okay. If it's a dry trap and brunch, trap and paint, no liquor, then there will likely be no twerking. Maybe. Mm -hmm. There's going to be some, but probably not to that level. Probably no twerking on the table, but they might still twerk. In their chairs, um, <laughs> on the way to the bathroom, You're but they're right. not going to twerk on other people unless they got a little flask. Yeah, they gonna have a flask. I'm gonna tell you, ain't nobody <laughs> ain't gonna trap nothing with dry. Ain't nobody trap nothing dry. Okay, I'm gonna tell you right now. Dry. I'm glad I brought my flask. <laughs> <laughs> they pulling it out the boobs and everything. Ain't nobody in there dry. <laughs> they was Even getting it, and they had her on camera. Now I went to a trap and paint. And there may or may not have been twerking involved by me and my friends. But when the camera came around, we sat down and we painted. Because you know, if I have nobody on camera, it's a professional group here. So T saying they got somebody on lookout like, it's coming. It's on the way. Right now. Right now. Sit down. <laughs> Doing that kind of stuff. He'll be fine. Her face is all in the thing. He'll be like, you look familiar. Uh, and you know you can search by the photo now. You sure can. You. you can do a Google uh, right. a photo reverse. So can drag and drop that bad boy. People don't know. He was No, people do not know. Chastity mm -hmm. said she just yelled. Your sister said, "Ha ha ha, girl, that was her man." I don't know, T. What? That, I that's that's one of them things where you desperate and you trying to get him to the house. To me, that didn't that didn't look. That's my manish. That looked like this gonna be my manish. They look like girl, I'm gonna get him. That's what they look like. <laughs> well, he going home with me today, this morning. He can't even say tonight. He going home with me this morning. <laughs> he, he was happy, and um, <laughs> I'm sure there may be men cheering for him, you know, he doing what it takes to keep. Her man happy mm -hmm. um, now because she's not a pro professional. She don't gotta 
worry about. <laughs> maybe. Oh. <laughs> don't know shit, no professional. Don't do. uh, I said maybe. Maybe. <laughs> too. No face, no case. Her face, was, her face wasn't in there? Was her face to no the face side? Was in there, no. I think it was. I don't really know. I wasn't really no. looking. I was looking at the whole belly butt and the fast movement situation. I really I was looking at the chef because he was shaming those those people. <laughs> now, what in the world is he thinking that young lady atop that man's lap? He was he was he was shaming them. He was gonna talk to them real good later. And the- <laughs> good fair talking to was coming. <laughs> he was, he was. Oh man! All right, all right. Next topic. Um, Kevin Hart did an interview recently, and it's actually really the whole entire interview is actually really good. But I wanted to play. I said this was gonna be the commercial break, but I'm not. I'm just gonna play a little bit of it and cut it out because it's four minutes long. But I wanted to get your opinion on it. Our culture fucks it up more than anybody else. We're very self-destructive when we get to the places where that financial revenue changes. What you get? Oh, I should be getting a. How much you, we, it's very, right. we, and that's, that's a problem. So if you don't personally try to break that chain from the top by leading with the position of we are all going to be good because we're going to make sure that we hold each other accountable, we take care of our own, but more importantly, we grow. The day that we get into the space of competitiveness, the day that our egos overpower and overshadow the opportunity ahead of us, we lose. Right now, if I ask you guys to tell me, Five bands, five music groups that are still together from back in the day, you're going to struggle. Yeah. Nobody asks themselves why. Why do they all break up? Money. Why do they all fucking break up? <laughs> Ain't no money. Why is, I'm just saying, like, that's not a, like, nobody sees this. We ignore it. Why are we the culture that's always behind the nod? This shit ain't work. It ain't working now. We ain't that it ain't i just heard deces and uh Mero broke up and i'm a fucking fan of these guys by the way the future is so bright for that thing that ip that opportunity or whatever then i see him going back and forth on social media with like what what's happening what do you what why 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 can't we ever surpass or overcome the financial hurdles that present themselves and stay stay connected. Why can't we do that? It's called ego. Mm, so yes. Like I said, it's five minutes long. I ain't gonna play four minutes long. I ain't gonna play the video. But uh do you agree with that? Do you feel like our culture can never why can't do you feel like our culture can never hold hands with each other and everybody come up versus I get a little bread in my pocket now I'm good. I just gotta I gotta do me. We got this do me culture. Hmm. Is it ego though? Yeah, it um, is. And they go in on to say it more and more and more. I mean, it's like I say, if you ain't watched the, the the interview, you gotta go watch the whole thing. But how you feel about that piece? Um, I don't know if it's ego because I wondered if he would have said the same thing before he had money. I feel like the more money you have, and this come from a person who was uh, very poor and now can pay the bills. I ain't rich or nothing like that. But when you when you don't have money, the way you think about money is is different. And of course, if you had zero dollars today and the chance to make fifty dollars today and a hundred the next day, 
and more and more than you, you know, you've come from a place where you had zero. And it ain't until you probably have like a million dollars where you can think like, man, people be arguing over something like money. But if you had zero, you'd be like, yeah, I'm arguing over money. That's my $50. <laughs> like, right. When you're rich, I think the conversation on money is different. Like, of course, we should care about our bonds and each other. But it's not like maybe like the people who have money are, are always sharing with the people who don't have money because it's such a little thing. Like people, you know, be a, applying for grants for a, a smidgen a smidgen of money, you know, prices going up, people like, oh, stuff high, but I mean, there's still plenty of videos about, you know, making bands and throwing it on strippers and buying cars and new houses, all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. People just, just, just waste the money. But then when, when people who, who don't have it complain about it or fight for it or scramble for it, I feel like it'd be the people with money that'd be like, what about your bonds? Like, well, no, I need the $50 tomorrow. I got to pay something. Like, it's not like I just want money for fun. I have things I have to pay. I have food I need to eat. I've got kids. Um, I don't have any kids, but you know, people have responsibilities. I don't know. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's ego. I don't know if you can say it's just ego when people have needs and responsibilities. Right, right. Well, I want to make it clear. Kevin didn't say it was egos. It was the other dude in the interview that said egos. But um, I can see it from both point of views. I don't think the point, the thing that I had got from what he was saying is that we can't just wholeheartedly support each other from beginning to end and want everybody to win. And I agree with that. If you look at all the other races, Because when he say culture, to me, that means our culture, the blackness, whatever. You look at all other races, Hispanics, they look out for the whole entire family. It it, it don't matter. They got $2, $22, $2,200. They're going to make sure that everybody good. They're going to, you know, it it might take an avenue where they struggle and everybody going to live together for a while and everybody going to work and grind hard. But the point is... They have a mindset of what's best for the family. Period. Not what's best for me. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times in our families, we may start off that way. But then as we get up out of that, we ain't all so poor anymore. Well, if I can come up, you could have done the same thing I could. Why you ain't there yet? Or, <laughs> or it's that jealous cousin. You just got there because you you kissing butt all day. Like we can't never just be happy for each other and bring each other up. I ain't saying all, but it happened a lot. <laughs> you know how many jobs I done had and women didn't like me from our culture because I, you doing that because you kissing butt or you must be telling on people or you must be doing extra work or you must be. It's always a, it ain't never it ain't a lot of times you got it because you good. You doing what you supposed to do. You grinding. You paying your dues. It's always got to be a but. <laughs> it's always got to be a but on it. Mm-hmm. And then be mad at you. Yeah, I, yeah, I might have a good, a little bit more paying job, but I also got more responsibilities. But when you need me, when you think you need me, and I just can't give it to you. Oh, now you too good for me. Nah, you don't know what it meant no more. Nah, like, no, let's all have a mindset to help each other. And that's even on my end. Like, what I can I do to help you grow? What can you do to help me grow? Let's do it and grow and grind together. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A, lot of, a lot of folk don't have that. It's 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 that that view of who gonna. It's a race of who who gonna get there first. Mm-hmm. And, and, and what it is, other cultures look out for each other. They might not even like each other. Can't stand the sight of them. <laughs> gonna talk about them. <laughs> gonna talk junk about them. But hey, that's family. <laughs> that's true um I don't know we have other stuff going on I, think tired of that. I really do think it's tired of that um some people be they just be pulling too much if if when people got up and got money if everybody was like now this is what I need to do for my family and my community but it don't be like that I think we have a lot of examples and it could be people of other races too, but we just don't know about those stories because we only know about our own community. Could right. be happening over there. We only know what's happening over here. That they're like, man, we done did all this and now, you know, they don't want to, you know, help with this. They acting like they don't know that they came from here. You know, they won't even, you know, take a call or make an, or make an appearance. Um, right. Well, they stay in this, but I thought, you know, that they were this kind of, of person I don't know. I don't know how the mindset would just have to change if it was just going to be like, yeah, well, we just want to make sure another person is successful. I see some of it sometimes, but I don't, but I don't, I don't know. I think um, we're, the, I think the caveat, oh, I don't know if that's the right word, but I think right. the thing, okay, I think the thing, the caveat of it is, is that we both have to be grinding at the same level. And that's where black folk be dropping the ball. They, you out here working six, seven, eight days a week. They ain't even looking for a job, but saying, oh, but you supposed to look out for me. No, it ain't supposed to work like that either. Like, mm-hmm. we both got to want it equally. And, mm-hmm. you know, if, if we both want it equally and we both working at the same pace, and eventually it's going to do like this, and then it's going to do like this, and then it's going to do like this. But the problem is I'm doing like this, this, this. You staying at the same spot because you're not really putting all the effort in. You got all the mouth and all the attitude of it. But action don't be lining up. <laughs> but then you getting mad at me because at some point I can want to bring you up all day. But if you can't, you don't want to bring yourself up. What can I do? Man, it's like Jody and your friend. Why am I finding you a job? <laughs> yeah, I can want it for you all day, but you got to want it for yourself. But then don't get mad at me because I continue to want it. And after a while, I just had to leave you behind. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Everybody mm-hmm. want to blame the person moving up. Nobody want to blame the other side. The lot on the other side. The other side might need a little therapy. <laughs> so like, you can move up. Uh-huh. You know how. You're smart enough. Mm-hmm. You've done enough. You can mm-hmm. move up um, if if you want to. I don't know. Our culture of money is weird though because there's just so many people that just don't have it. And then like you're challenging people like like during the pandemic, they was like, Man, y'all, y'all wasted y'all money. You need to be getting these LLCs, you know, you need to you need to be starting a business. You'd be like starting starting a business on 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 what, honey? What do you want? What do you want people to do? What if they don't want to start a business? at the beach. Throwing bands. That ain't <laughs> help y'all. Y'all, y'all broke boys. You don't know how to invest. You don't know how to do this. I be trying to help y'all. I be trying to put y'all on. Be like, is that in, in that everybody probably can't be put on that way? That doesn't mean they don't want to make money. That means they can't invest and they don't want an LLC. But maybe, maybe they would do better with the certificate. 
maybe they go back to school, get GD, and then they can just get a raise at work and maybe have maybe it's on up from there now that they've been exposed to a little bit more. Maybe they want right. to travel. You know, it's like there's other ways of moving up. Yeah. But um, you know, it's all about having, you know, money flashing around, being a broke boy. Maybe our concept of money is what causes like the the ego part of it. Or it seems like even you can have the same amount, but if it seems like somebody else has more. Then right. you're like, oh, well, I'm not going to tell them this. I'm doing this to get ahead because they got more. Like, no, maybe, maybe they got on sale. Maybe it's a lease. Right. Maybe, <laughs> maybe right. they got a one bedroom. You got a house. Maybe <laughs> they have other supports, you know, get, where they get money from besides that one job y'all work together at. Like, right. it's the comparison, maybe. The comparison yeah. and how we, how we show and spend our money because black people show and spend their money. Yeah. It's not like just I got money, nobody knows it. So you see this chain, okay? You know, right? You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, Chas, Chas, you should just tune in. Uh, she said people act like because they don't qualify for Medicaid and food stamps, they better than their friends. So I agree. That's facts. That's facts. Hey, I wish I qualified some days. It wouldn't be no shame in my game if I could get a food stamp. And I'd be the happiest thing on on, on earth. <laughs> Ain't no shame in it. Uh, she said they talk junk, but they don't be on the internet like us blacks. <laughs> wow. Uh, and some people had to use PPP loans to catch up on bills. Sad, mm -hmm. but, sad but true. And then she said, and the same people saying people should have got LLCs be the first one yelling. This is why I don't like to shop with black people. Ooh, mm -hmm. Oh, another topic. Mm -hmm. oh, another publicly too. Nobody else said that. I was gonna be like, ah, oh, that's why I like to shop with white people. Like, why would you? Why would you? You had you went somewhere to a business and you weren't satisfied with the service, and mm -hmm. that can happen anywhere, anytime with anybody. Now you blasting this small business, right. <laughs> just getting started. You could have right. just left them a little review. Hey. <laughs> well, the How thing they get me every other time I go to Walmart, they piss me off for some reason, but I still go. And don't say nothing that. about it. <laughs> I'm not a thing. Still go faithfully. Still okay. Going. Be on the well, phone, that, yeah, girl. You know I'm going to Walmart. They train. Yeah, gotta get some well, let, it, let it be a little woman trying to get her uh, what's a paparazzi business off the ground, and she one day late. Well, we throwing her up under the. She, mm -hmm. she ain't got the infrastructure, the staff, vacuum, none of that. Nothing. She answered the phone when I called. <laughs> she was with her mama in the hospital. Give her a minute. This her. This her. She's an employee. Give a minute. When you need the necklace tomorrow. What you trying? You be fine. <laughs> Just wait a minute. McDonald's been in business for a long time. Ice cream machine only worked two percent of the time. <laughs> still go faithfully. <laughs> it became a joke. People still go and ask. <laughs> they just be joking about it. They don't really care. They still eating something else at McDonald's. Facts, uh, facts, facts. All right, I got one more topic. We doing good. We doing good. One more topic. One more topic. So one of our listeners came to me and um, had a situation surrounding Black Lives Matter. Um, and the question pretty much surrounding it, I want to make sure, uh, is pretty much the question I got from it is, why do people misuse or misrepresent the movement of Black Lives Matter? So in this situation, um, something had happened at a job where the person pretty much done, the Black woman, done something wrong. And the other black woman said, you know, right, pretty much right is right and wrong, wrong is wrong. So I can't back you when you're wrong. And 
she threw out Black Lives Matter, and this is why it don't it, it don't suffice, or people don't uh, people don't uh, back it, or people don't believe in the blase blase because of mess like this. So in that scenario, she was putting together that Black Lives Matter and her just acting ignorant as this woman not supporting Black Lives Matter. So why do you think people misuse or misrepresent the movement of Black Lives Matter? Oh, that's a question for me. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> ain't, no, ain't nobody. Ain't nobody else in uh, Risky. Um, I think um, you know, just the the statement and the movement, the business, you could say, of Black Lives Matter, it just doesn't agree with people's uh ideals. Mm. There's been some stuff that's happened. Some of it hasn't been explained. Or if it has, people aren't exposed to the way it's explained. So in the news, it might be like, you know, um, BLM president bought, you know, a house. And maybe she had an explanation for that or reason or there was an investigation. But that part doesn't make the news. They're done with the story by then. They only explained on their Twitter on their Instagram, they sent an apology or whatever. They explained it, but nobody's seen that. And so now they're just left with, yeah, you know, they stealing money and they bought that house. And maybe they haven't heard anything about Black Lives Matter, the business, since mm. who knows, the last the last March, you know? And all they hear about in the news are things that are negative. They don't hear about any positive things. We don't get any updates on the business of Black Lives Matter to probably believe and support anything different when people were, you know, marching and rioting and signing petitions, you know, when they were out in the forefront, you knew what Black Lives Matter was doing, but now you only hear bad stuff. There's no, there's no marketing. There's not good marketing on the business side of Black Lives Matter right now to be like, no, wait a minute. This is what we're doing. And that's what you would have heard I feel like from anything else, from anywhere else, they would have put out a statement. Our organization does not such and such and such and such. This does not reflect the ideals and the mission, vision, and goals of Black Lives Matter. This is, you know, that none of that happened or came out. So some of that's on marketing. Whatever they're doing with the business side and the marketing side of things is not good. I haven't done enough research to know what is or is not true uh, with the with the money side of things, mm. but um, I, I don't think it's wrong because people were given donations um, to this group for people to have questions and concerns and maybe not be willing to invest again without some more information because right. definitely would do with anything else. Right, right. Well, uh, when I was reading up on it, because I can sit here and be transparent and say I didn't really know, like, where I kind of knew where it started from and where it stemmed from, but I didn't really. But I didn't realize it had started off with the whole Trayvon Martin situation and police brutality. And it's really supposed to be about white supremacy and the mistreatment of black folks because of the police or government or whatever the case may be. Um, and. The research I did also said it's people led. So they they built it surrounded around the fact that it wouldn't have like a leader per se or a spokesperson. Like it's supposed to be the people representing the people, um, which I didn't know that either. I just figured they just dropped the ball and it was what it was, and people just ran with it. Um, but <laughs> whenever they built 
this organization or movement or whatever the case may be, it was supposed to be for the people, by the people, I guess. Um, so the problem that I feel like it is, is that people, a lot of people have moved away from the initial purpose of it, which is police brutality and people, you know, folks being not being treated right in that realm has now spanned into everything that's bad against black people is black lives matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you didn't get the job you wanted. Black lives matter. You didn't. <laughs> mm-hmm. The nail woman put red on you instead of dark burgundy. Black lives matter. Like everything is black. Everything black lives matter. <laughs> Turning the black lives matter. And then when it left from that, it went on to it ain't black lives matter. It's all lives matter. Okay, mm-hmm. now that's offensive. Like it just left. It went so far left from its original purpose. Mm-hmm. Which goes back to your point of it ain't good marketing, ain't good representation. I ain't even gonna say marketing per se, but it ain't good representation from the original people of the movement to say this is what it is, this is what's going on, this is being done wrong. Like even if you don't want somebody to represent it per se or to have like another Martin Luther King or Malcolm X of our generation, like mm-hmm. you should still have some type of board or something. Am I still here? Okay, you should have some type of. <laughs> My signal went out. Was like, you should have some type of board or something that's like following up on these issues and and mm-hmm. have some kind of follow up. Like mm-hmm. George Floyd, where was y'all at to say this is our point of view? This is what we doing about it. Like I, I don't hear nothing other than people <laughs> that's just randomly in the community saying holding up signs saying Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. So it's like they should have had something. I think the for the people, by the people, they were trying to get away from the bureaucracy, but some of that stuff is actually a protection um, for the people involved and for the people investing. Um, that way they could have followed up on the money. You know, there is somebody checking because there has to be an audit. Um, if there is you know, a community board, then, you know, this many people, you know, are involved maybe in political things, but this many people actually from the community where, you know, the crimes or the shootings happen the way to make sure it was balanced because then you know these regular folk you know not of a business mind want to know well i want to know what happened with a b and c mm-hmm. and i like having community on boards because there's no like you know decorum this isn't their industry to have to you know ask things appropriately like we're going to ask that's what we're here for i want right. to know you asked me to be right. on the board i'm asking questions um and it just doesn't seem like they were in a place to be asking or answering any 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 questions and it it did become more of a a business um i I don't i don't know you know of course black lives still do matter but the business part of it is questionable (laughs) but i guess the question is then do well obviously whoever started the movement just obviously just started it with the mind of just thinking in the moment not thinking about it long term mm-hmm. number one number two people be investing in stuff and they don't be doing they don't be doing their background they 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 financial analysis of things like if you invest in apple or if you invest in walmart you're going to want to know What's the plan? What's the strategy? What's A, B, and C? What's your, what's your timeline? 20, 2014, we doing this. 2015, we doing this. 2016, we do. But but when it comes to play stuff like Black Lives Matter, oh, it's a good cause. Let's just donate. Like that, that's, that's playing a lottery to me. Like you gonna, you, you gonna win or you gonna lose? They got a lot of donations. <laughs> a lot of donations. A lot. 
when people are just like, we need to donate a certain amount of our money towards racial injustice, we're sending it to Black Lives Matter. They didn't care or think about what was going on, but it was, you know, they were really doing a lot of good in the beginning. Don't ask me to list the good, but, you know, I feel like that's what I read. They were doing a lot of good in the beginning. And then I guess as the pub- publicity died down, you know, I don't know if there was a financial advisor or what, but I don't think anybody's wrong to question at any time what they support. Always be questioning and rethinking what you support, especially if you're going to put, you know, your dollars or your time behind it. If you're going right. to speak publicly about it, like, yeah, you know, research it and and, and, uh, and ask, ask some questions, you know, decide what you think on your own at any time. Right. What type right, of the right. brown say? No was a complete sentence, but so was I changed my mind. Right. Thought about it. You looked at some new stuff, and actually, I withdraw my support. <laughs> you can right. still support, you know, the movement, you know, right. but this organization, you know, some people may not, and they have a right to do that. But I do think, you know, be if they wanted to get that support back, and if something else happened, because I think things just died down. And if they pick back up and this organization is not in the place where, you know, people are wishing that there was something like this before, like before George Floyd, you know, things that way things can happen immediately. There's money, there's there's money to get people out of jail for, you know, riots and stuff like that. There's money for lawyers. If that money isn't there, if it isn't there anymore, then we're going to be back at, um, what do you call it, at ground one? Back at ground one. Square mm. one. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, but on the flip side of that too, I mean, yes, they some some stuff happened. It was people done some st- money got missed. Whatever the case may be, at the end of the day, it also comes down to just people. They made instead of making Black Lives Matter a movement, they made it a trend. It was trending. It was trendy. Everybody had their shirts. Everybody had the signs, whatever. And it became it became a trend. Like, I don't know. I just feel like it lost its luster because of how it was treated and how easily and frequently people started using it, not even realizing the actual purpose of it. And we would just but it would people just be saying it to be saying it at this point. Mm-hmm. It ain't really got no good root analysis behind it. It's just mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter. And they do. I'm not taking it away from it, but it's like it's losing it's losing a little piece every time mm-hmm. you use it ignorantly. Just <laughs> if he's saying something like every time. Every just time. Just because me and you don't get along, that don't mean I got to throw out Black Lives Matter. Like <laughs> Black Lives be mattering. It's the internet it's such an interesting place, but because it went viral, because it was trending, they were able to have Black Lives Matter marches like all over the world. And that was amazing to see, especially during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, but because it was a trend, that's the reason why it became like it did, because that's what happens to trends on the Internet. That's what eventually they die down and another trend takes its place. But hopefully you use the trend wisely and you have a business left behind right. in the place. Right. Um, <laughs> and you'll be ready for the, the next time if there's a moment you need to step in. But because it, it became a trend, like you said, as, as all trends on the Internet, it just got replaced with another another trend, especially when the world opened up and then people felt like they had other things to do 
or they moved on to all the racial bias trainings, you know, which was great. And they kind of felt like they were done, you know, and they and they did what they needed to do already. Like, yeah, we had the training. We did groundwater training and uh, we bought the books. We read how to be anti-racist and, right. you know, they checked that off the list. Now we'll move on to, um, you know, the fiscal year. <laughs> Next on the right. on the agenda, they was done. Right, 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 right. Uh, Vince said, "Black Lives Matter is just as useless as the NAACP." I think "useless" is a strong word. I don't know. Yeah. Could they do better? Yes, useless <laughs> is a strong. <laughs> and Pitt County, the NAACP, you know, was you know has a huge banquet and gets everybody together to vote and you get to meet speakers and I got to meet famous judge so I don't know it probably depends on where you are <laughs> if the NAACP does nothing it's so big and broad but in back in the day NAACP was like a chapter in your neighborhood right, right and you right. knew who the people were and you could do something with it like once it became you know national like a lot of stuff it just kind of gets a little watered down yeah. But, um, I just I, that's the part that I don't understand is the waterization of it all. I don't know if that's a word, but it's we'll like take it. <laughs> we'll take it right. We'll take it. Um, because we still need the work that in the LACP initially we're doing. Like, why does it that it starts off so strong? And then now you only hear about them when it's something so big in the news. Now NAACP involved. Like, we don't hear about them otherwise unless it's something big and trending. Let's just be real. We don't hear about Man. them. I think it's, <laughs> I don't know, I haven't seen all the boards, but a lot of the people on the board, I would say, are are older. Um, mm. I don't know how elections necessarily work or whatever, NAACP, or if it has to reroute or if you just have to bow out when you're done um, doing it. But, you know, on community boards and stuff, when people rotate off and on, it just really helps bring new energy and new awareness and and youth uh to it you know then you know you know since now you know you on the board maybe you're 30 you're like yeah this is trending we need to get on this versus somebody you know who's been serving on the board for 30 years yes we value and appreciate your experience and your loyalty to the organization but now we're missing right. a few things right. um just because of where you are in life which is fine but um I don't know. We got a big history of tradition in the black community, and some of that tradition kind of holds Maybe. us back need from going in the grave. Progress. <laughs> I need to go on in the grave. Yeah, yeah. Such and such been a commissioner for, for 70 years. Oh, that's 70. That's nice. How old is he now? Right. <laughs> Can't even see nothing no more, but you still own it. You know, you like, right, keep you know. me, you know. Not trying to be ageist, but <laughs> there right. may be somebody who can, you know, better fulfill fresh the needs right. of the mm. role. We need some fresh eyes, but we just value right. tradition, and that's everywhere. You know, church, you the community, our organizations, you know, people, you know, especially in rural communities, like, you know, the years you have on something, even serving with us, you know, five years, 10 years, 20 years, they have all the pictures This of all the people Amen. who started the organization on the wall. You know, new pictures of people. The people who you started been, the organization on the wall. <laughs> you've been serving 20 years, but you ain't been good since 10 years ago. Let's just be real. You just was a placeholder. 
Don't matter. Don't be happy to stuff, but you don't, you know, you're just not really contributing it like you used to. And that right. just kind of keeps keeps our historic organizations um out of touch. But um we do have our HBCUs, you know, doing some, some stuff. They usually have new people coming in and out. Right. Right. So, right. so that's yeah. <laughs> I feel like once we, as as any organization, as representing the mis- the the um the injustice of racial issues and things of that nature, we need to become proactive. We retro. We we don't act till something happens. Like okay, something has happened. We decided to make this movement or this board or whatever, and now we see that it's a problem that people are getting mistreated, that people are getting underpaid, that people are being discriminated. Now what are we doing to fix it long term? I don't feel like nobody does that. Nobody's saying, all right, we need to look at policies. We need to be in front of these people. We need to be pushing these local politi- politicians. To move. Like, nobody's doing that piece. They just, something happened. We here. We fighting. We protesting. Mm-hmm. Now what? <laughs> I feel like nobody mm-hmm. just. Money. Because <sighs> of the money. The money. You can't get money and support for an issue that you think may happen. Like, all right, y'all, this happened last year, and so we want to be prepared for next year. And you might get something, but not as much as you get if something just happened yesterday, which is mm. the same as what they do for public health issues. Mm. If the aides are high in the county one year, chlamydia is high, then they have a health education have educator for AIDS and chlamydia. But once it goes down, then they don't have funding anymore for AIDS and chlamydia. And so the numbers have to be up for you to get money behind it. Oh, these are the numbers. And people are like, oh my gosh, we got to do something. Money, 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 money. Once it's down, they're like, well, you know, numbers are on the decline. So we're good to go. You know, we can, you know, dial down all the efforts, which is, you could see, present day example is what they've done with COVID. Like, oh, okay, well, you know, it's died down. You know, you, it's, you, you don't really see the commercials anymore. You can find the mobile clinics and stuff. You gotta go online and look for them before right. they were calling and texting you. But, you know, the money is gone now. Right, <laughs> literally, literally. The money is gone. So, like, I, I mean, if you want to come get a shot, you can. We'll be open. But I mean, you know, how do you feel? You can just stay home if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> for public and government and funded issues, I can I totally agree. I feel like there are some piece of people, and I am that piece of people that are put in money for the long term goal. Mm-hmm. But I, I can sit here and, and and tell y'all wholeheartedly, I don't donate to a lot of stuff because I already know it's gonna be short lived. They ain't gonna, mm-hmm. they just getting the money right now. They ain't gonna do nothing about the long term. The bill come, it, right? If you come <laughs> with me with an actual plan of we gonna do this first, this next, mm-hmm. this then, all day long. Mm-hmm. But a lot of y'all just short terming. I'm not investing in that. I'm sorry, y'all can sit here and talk bad about me all you want. <laughs> It's too many organizations and and, and 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 causes and all this stuff we be donating to, and you don't hear nothing else from them after you donate. Nope. <laughs> I get an update on what the what are y'all uh, doing? You know, right? I doing with the money? I mean, I gave my five dollars. I need to hear what's going on. Right. <laughs> I donate five dollars every year, but <laughs> right, right, money. Right. I think churches when people like, hey, we donate to the building fund, but the church be having a good plan. A lot of them for the building fund, you know, you can see pieces of it. They have the, they have the, um, um the uh, a lot of them uh, churches don't have no right. good plan. You see the floor plan? Uh-huh. They, oh, this is good. We do need a new building. Mm-hmm. <laughs> put their money in the thing. 
some churches they had a, a real good fan fun, and some of them when you see it, you're like, wow, this is nice. It did, it did happen. Um, <laughs> I don't know. You're it's right, hard to get money right. for stuff that's happening in the future. You can do it, but you need to see that plan. Like you say, you have to be like, this right. one, this is what happened. This is what we started working on, and we need this much money. Like the church bill, you know, they had the um the uh, things you can see how uh, much. <laughs> What a little fire red be moving up. Yep. (laughs) With this much money, we can have our own office where we can pack the needs of black community. And then you know. Mm -hmm. Give you give your 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 money, maybe. I don't know. Oh man, Chad said, uh, what became a trend? We was talking about Black Lives Matter became less of a movement and more of a trend, is what we was talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vince said to me it seems they are ready to form boycotts before getting all the facts mm-hmm. making them look foolish our past state president got arrested so many times that he had a jail cell named after him hmm. one of those traditions <laughs> not the tradition I'm done I'm done <laughs> you know. well, you're right you're right like yeah I just feel like I feel like we give up easily I a lot of a lot of folks in and a lot of communities who are are being done wrong feel like I'm fighting for it. It's gonna be done. We're gonna fix it, and and as soon as it don't happen when we think it need to happen, we mm-hmm. like, well, we tried. Definitely, <laughs> there's a timeline on that stuff, and then <laughs> I be wondering if they're working on it. You know, like if it was it was scheduled. You know, like um sometimes like. When it comes out, you know, who got what many years or who was set free, there's just something else that happens at the same time. Like mm-hmm. the rent moratorium is ending on that day or um, this other thing with Black Lives Matter happens this day. So there's a lot of a lot of uh, distractions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you can distract the people, then they won't have time to pay attention to what's happening. Like, oh, I've got mm-hmm. to I've got to worry about this. You know, the rent moratorium and then I got time to be marching. I got to get that. got to get to work. Yeah, I can't be doing this. And you know, look, this is kind of my thing about the march. And people are like, man, people just used to get out and they used to march. They'd be willing to lose their jobs. I'm like, yeah, but there was a support system for them. They knew people were going to need rides to boycott that bus system. The people who had cars took them. If you yeah. boycott your job, we don't have a fund that's going to help you pay your rent. No. You want to boycott the bus system? You know, people, I would take you, but I live on the other side of town. I'm not taking right. you to work. Right. It, it's like there's no system. You just want people to be the risk at all, but they were yep. risking it all, but they knew they had support. I was like, it's so you can't be listening. People might want to make the march, but the march mm-hmm. is at two o'clock on Saturday. They had to pick up an extra shift because the light is a little higher. You're right. <laughs> they make the march. That goes back to what I was saying earlier. Like, about supporting each other and bringing each other up in the past like especially around slavery time or around not even slavery time but even after that when that we was in the rose apart phase and things like that half of them heavens didn't even like each other mm-hmm. but you know what they in the public eye when the time came they supported each other you are right because that's the <laughs> way later in the book you know they were what they were uh-huh. well, we the pictures of them together we didn't know we didn't, they, most of them didn't, couldn't stand each other. But they, mm-hmm. they banded together when time was necessary. 
They banded together. <laughs> we did work together um, eventually. And I remember that when people were like, yeah, you more of a, uh, uh, you know, Martin Luther King. I'm more of a Michael Max. So, you know, they did work together eventually. Mm-hmm. They did. Even though they had different ideals, they still understood what each other's right. ideals were. You know, it wasn't like, it was like, man, this is what I believe you should be doing. But he wasn't showing up at the MLK March like, no, forget this. this is what we should be doing instead you know they just did their own thing until they did um something together but they both understood i guess both were progressing and they 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 both had the same assignment they just had different paths to the Mm -hmm. assignment they had and they might have not liked each other's perspective on it but they respected each other Mm -hmm. people don't do that no more i don't like you so i ain't gonna respect you either like no you can do both (laughs) you you cannot like somebody and respect them. I promise you, you can. Absolutely, you can. <laughs> they still deserve, you know, the decency of respect as a human. Be like, right. hey, goodness, I be telling people, like, what do you think this is a movie? What you want me to do to the person I don't like? <laughs> I, I don't have to do anything to them. I have my own things to do, and I will not associate with them when I don't have to. But they will still get treated with respect and decency. Exactly. exactly, and they will still treat me with respect. And decent. That part is gonna go both ways. Okay, go both ways. All right, just to close it out, I wanted to play this ignorant video of a Ooh. representation of Black Lives Matter. <laughs> it's real ignorant, but I had to play it because I seen it on TikTok. Does Black Lives Matter? Yeah, of course. All right, so I got this black guy right here. Hey. He's never kissed a white girl in his life. Oh, wow. So can he get a kiss for Black Lives Matter? Yeah, sure. All right, run it up. Oh, okay. Uh, How does your boyfriend feel about this? It's all good, man. I love black people. Uh, Hey, okay. That's respect. Okay. What? (laughs) I told you what it's in me. (laughs) Don't face me. Sorry. This is what's wrong. I love black people. (sighs) (laughs) I don't know what's more wrong. The fact that it's a black guy leading the discussion and saying, okay, so he want to kiss if you like Black Lives Matter. Like, that is not what Black Lives Matter is. It's not black. And then, then you're going to come in. I don't care. I love black people. Bye. I, I can't. The no. No, the ignorance. Of, but I mean, can you imagine if she was just like, that is not what Black Lives Matter is about? <laughs> Spending her way more. You a lot of people probably would have gave her a hard time. I'd have been like, right. I would have spent it way. She more. Have to tell you that. Okay. Right. You know better. Um that's how you know it's it's uh become a, a trend. Exactly. Unfortunately, they've let it become a trend. So the idea for the people, I guess, was a good idea. It probably should have been for the community. It just should have probably been, and maybe there is, I don't know much about the setup, but it just should have been. You like one established like in each community where a major crime happened. Mm, and then right. community led, not people, not people, <laughs> people right. who are the loudest, people who attract the most attention. But you know, the people affected, the people who are going to be there when people are done marching through the town, because they would still be doing something now. At the very mm. least, there would still be a meeting on the second Monday at six o'clock, where they would have been discussing exactly. what's happening. Exactly, exactly. And I also believe like people look at situations from the past and see Martin Luther King and Malcolm and things of that nature. And really, they were 
I mean, people are going to hate it. I say to use this word, but they was the celebrity of the movement. Let's just be real. They was the face. They was who everybody knew. They was blase, blase, but they was also the leader. I I think in today's time, you can have a leader of the community, mm-hmm. but they not be the celebrity of it all. They could just be the person who like, all right, let's bring it back. We said we was going to do this last meeting. A, B, C, D, E, F, G was the follow up. And, you know, F, G, whatever. You know what I'm saying? And Because... Mm-hmm. No matter what people think, you need somebody. You need that person that's going to be like, this is what we said last meeting. This is what the follow-up is. We need to schedule this. You need that person. And people can sit here and say you don't need it all day. But if that was the case, jobs wouldn't be hiring managers and supervisors. Mm-hmm, they don't want to mm-hmm. pay half people anyway. Like, you need the person. You do need those be The follow-up person. You need the person, mm-hmm. the project manager of it all. Be like, this is the follow up. Mm-hmm. Without that, it falls apart, and people yeah. know that because they be like, "Man, since Barbara left, we haven't had a meeting." Be like, "Well, why did we get another Barbara? <laughs> <laughs> Who else is going to be Barbara now that she's gone? Because we need somebody to send out the meeting reminders and get the agenda together. It seems like a small yeah. world, but it's very important. Somebody's got to follow up, and we need somebody to take the minutes. All of these exactly. things are important. All of these things are important, and mm-hmm. that's why sister so and so at the church is vital. Now, don't. Get me wrong, she don't need to be running the books no more. So, so <laughs> gonna make sure you remember what you said last time and make sure you done what you was gonna say. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? Done what you said you was gonna do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very important, man. I think they could still come back if they if they wanted to. Right. If they wanted to, they could come back. I just hope there's enough funds and people left interested in it that when And, you know, I'm not, you know, speaking into existence. I'm just going off of history here. But we'll say when and if something else happens, um, you know, that they, you know, have enough pieces left to pull some some stuff together. Mm -hmm. Um, Because right now it's be all it's all the people left like, man, see, that's why I knew, you know, it was flashing the pan. That's why you'll be donating. You'll be donating stuff like that because these people and and this and this and this and this and this. this. Like if you already donated to it, they don't need to be thinking about the money that you already donated. Your money went to the cause that it did. You've done your part. (laughs) Right. And and that's and that's it. But. That goes back to when people say, I don't, you know, a beggar on the side of the road is asking for money. I'm not going to get it here because he probably live in a big mansion. It's not about where he live. It's about the fact that you had the heart to give. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think people lose you. sight of their part in it. Your part in it is that they 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 they, they appeared or seem or, or whatever that they had a need and you did your part to fulfill it as a good person. That's it. What a dollar. I'm like, shut up. Whether they do right or wrong with it is between them and the Lord. It ain't got nothing to do with you. A dollar. I'm not giving them no money. Like I'm just giving them a dollar. But still, you can't go to a dollar tree no more with a dollar. You, you know, can have a dollar twenty-five and some checks. Okay. I'm like, with the dollar, that ain't enough. I don't know how much it costs, but I know it ain't a dollar. It's fine. <laughs> I give them my dollar. I can't go back and take it. Like actually, I don't right. feel right about it, sir. Could you give me that dollar? Right. <laughs> What is also true about it, and people don't want to hear it, though, is that a lot of times people donate because that's actually the easy way. Mm-hmm. In time. reality, in reality, you can donate your time. You could be a lawyer to say, I'm going to do a couple of cases for free. You could do you could be a person to say, I'll run the books for free. You actually do some other stuff by not donating. Mm-hmm. But guess what? You're going to donate because I can just donate my money and then somebody else is going to do it. And then you just have faith. 
because somebody else is going to do it. No, in reality is if you don't trust it, you cannot actually give a dollar, but actually work. Mm-hmm. One people don't, people one don't want to do that. Would help somebody hey. People don't want to do that. People don't want to do that. I want to donate. Be like, man, this is crazy. This and this trash on these streets. Want to be volunteer? They have a um adopt the street. They clean up every Saturday. Oh, maybe not this Saturday, but I can try to make it one Saturday. Yeah, I'm like, I, about, I Saturday. bought some trash bags. <laughs> put the trash in. I bought a trash bags for like they done done something. <laughs> yeah. Get an hour. Take an hour and get out there and pick up some of that trash. If it if it bothers you, serve some soup. If you concerned, um, right. I was talking to this guy, and that's some stuff I have to like screen for. That don't be on my list until it's on my list, which is like compassion. Mm-hmm. Man, these people out here, they be they they could do better. I mean, they could really just get a job. I'm like, what? You think people are out there on the street because they haven't applied for a job? That's what you think? You think that's what's happening out here? You think so? They've got mental health issues. they got drug issues. They don't have no address to put down. Who knows? They can have literacy issues. They just fell off. You know, maybe just need a little help. They might need some assistance. Mm-hmm. It's not always as simple as a job and your dollar. People complain about that dollar. They're your bag mm-hmm. of chips you give them. They ain't solving all anybody's problems either. Mm-hmm. Like, no, no, but this needs like a whole kind of system in place to help people. I'm like, even if everybody, if every homeless person applied for a job right now, there wouldn't be enough jobs to go around. And the one that are built, they wouldn't be they qualified. They gotta have a ride there and they gotta deal with people not talking about because they stink coming up in the job mm-hmm. uh, or everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a, it's a lot. Uniform, I definitely, it's definitely a lot more on the application. Right. I don't know why they asked for that. Like, why y'all worried about how I get there? I mean, I think both can be true. I think there is some people who try to take the easy way out, so I don't want to take away from that. But I also feel like there's way more people that's not doing that, and we don't give them the credit for it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's easy to say what we wouldn't or would, would or wouldn't do when we're not living it. If I'm with somebody who worked a job for 20 years, making $100,000 a year and then I get laid off and then I can't find no job nowhere and then you expect me to go work at McDonald's for $20,000 a year and survive. In my mind, I'm like, it ain't no point. I'm going to be so behind so behind on my bills. It don't matter if I go. Mm-hmm. But in your mind, you're like, nah, you could have went to work. Like, put yourself in their shoes. <laughs> like, <laughs> stuff is easier said than done. Like, mm-hmm. people got to realize it. In reality, should they still try to work and do the best they can? Probably. But you can't say what you would do unless you in that situation. No, you can't. You can't. And, you know, your best isn't somebody else's best. And I know it's hard. I was like, it's hard. I was like, I just don't know. It's like, yeah, some people are faking it. But some people are sleeping outside when it's 100 degrees and when it's 30 degrees. Right. That ain't the easy way out. I'm like, these these people are struggling. And then they stand out and ask for money all day. Or, you know, can't like, like, $22 in a Kit Kat, as Jasper say. $22 in a Kit Kat. $22 in a Kit Kat. Uh, which, which somebody like me was spending 2.2 seconds. Let's just be <laughs> real. A trip to Starbucks and that's gone. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like and, it, and it be, it be gone. I'm like, people, people out here struggling for real and that's why if you are giving your money to circle back <laughs> to something like no, be careful people are giving you their money be careful with it because you know 
what they say, everybody ain't able, but everybody just don't have money. They're not giving money like this is extra. They're like, I, I, I appreciate this. I appreciate you doing this work. I want to sow a seed into what you're doing. Not extra money, because I don't even believe in that. Ain't no extra. What's extra, extra money? This ain't extra. <laughs> I need all of it. But um, right. like, don't what be, you- don't be crazy with people's money. Like that's. You know, don't be crazy with people's money, but also don't give money with a condition. Yeah, you can't do that. It might blow up and be exactly what you you gave the money, and it did exactly what it was supposed to do, and it might not. The the the, the progress or the blessing from the give, the result of it. That's that's the part that people miss. You still had a heart, a heart to give. Still gave the heart. Uh, Vern said, "Really to that video we played. I mean, I played earlier with the girl and the black guy and the kiss." <laughs> and then Chad said, "I try to do both. Same. I try to do both as well. I do definitely give to uh, nonprofits and give to agencies that I believe in." But I also work very hard in outreach with my church and with work and things of that nature to give as well through action you know mm-hmm. i'm not a believer that you just give money give money give money and that it's gonna solve the world problems but i'm also not a big believer that it don't take money to make things work like you have to it's a balance of both it's a balance of both um it's a balance of both. i don't volunteer here having found the cause out here but <laughs> back in the east i used to uh volunteer a lot and there's people like man i appreciate what you're doing out here. You seem like you're happy to be here. I'm like, well, I am happy to be here. No, I'm not, you know, I don't have a volunteer hour sheet or nothing like that. You know, I'm just here on Saturday morning mm-hmm. to do what I can. I'm like, oh, that's, that's, that's nice. You know, like, okay. You know, I was still going to do it if nobody told me it was nice or not. But, um, you know, people do appreciate um, you giving your, your time. Not that they don't appreciate the money, but they do appreciate you. Give a lot of money. a lot of real people res- want you to do the time over it all. Like a lot of a lot of nonprofits and organizations out there, the mo- you giving money is the minimal. I, mean, I ain't saying they don't appreciate it, but it's like if you can sit there and say I'm gonna come one day a week and volunteer and be there in the trenches, they they'll take that over any day you give a two dollars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I promise you, they would appreciate it. Posted you, so thankful for Saddam. A little time, a, a little talent. Um, man, there's this um organization in Greenville called Hardiscope, and um, she's brought together like people with different like time and talent to just do a bunch of stuff at the Hardiscope events. You know, oh, you can paint, okay, you can you do face paint for the kids, you do finance, oh, can you do you know this on this day, oh, t shirt design, yeah, that'd be nice. We can have a, a section, and then you know, all mm-hmm. this thing on one day where people just bring their time and their talents together and just offer them. Um, for free to the community, and I just mm-hmm. like that is awesome. Go, it I'll is. be there. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, Vern said, "Giving money with conditions is as about as worse as asking God to bless you 
but you have conditions on the blessing. Facts. Oh, you mean, uh, Lord, I won't, I won't do this no more if you, if you, <laughs> you help me out. Lord, this, I, won't Lord I want you to bless me with the money, but I don't want to do no factory work for it. I don't want to. I ain't trying to shuffle nothing for it. I ain't, I ain't trying to get up every morning at eight a.m. for it now. But I want the money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> second shift, Lord. Right. <laughs> for the job, but second, second shift. shift. And don't let second it be shift, no coworkers Lord. that I don't like. And be that much. I'm only gonna actually work two hours out of the eight. Oh, look, okay, mm-hmm. Lord, I know you can do it. I know it's you can Jesus do it, Lord. Way. You said all I have to do is ask, Lord, and what I'm asking is that I don't get third shift, Lord, because I'll be tired. I can't work overnight. <laughs> you say it in your word. Like, oh, God. <laughs> you shall receive. I'm asking, Lord, that you give me lots of money, but I'm only going to work 8 to 12 every day. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> like, uh, what? <laughs> What? Let me rewind. I done tuned out. I feel like he's rewinding it. Like, what? Wait a minute. What'd she say? He's going to the art bag and wash this whole world out. Y'all keep on asking for them prayers. Keep on. We're going to wash us out. <laughs> this is good. You talking about third shift, but the people you need to be around on third shift. Okay? Mm-hmm. Second shift is a mess. That's why I got you on third. Something's going to happen there. Just wait a minute. Dang. <laughs> That part. I'm keeping you on third because somebody gonna shoot up second because somebody girlfriend did something ignorant. I'm keeping Uh you on third to save your life. Okay. I'm trying to keep you out of trouble because you prayed for that last month. You forgot, but I didn't. I got you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God, it's so true. That's how my Lord be talking. Be like, see, you forgot, but I did. (laughs) You forgot. Oh, he be talking to me like that too now. Just yesterday you said. <laughs> <laughs> yesterday before the timestamp, 245, you was praying at work. And mm-hmm. you said. <laughs> uh, he probably be like me like, yesterday you told me to help you hold your tongue, but today mm-hmm. you telling me to give you the, the, the courage to say your tongue. Which one you want? Okay. Right? Which one Which you want? One? You know, <laughs> I'm an overthinker. So he be like, furthermore, last year, you <laughs> Additionally, if you think, <laughs> think that's everything. Thanks. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> oh man, I say it all the time, but people people ain't never happy. We ain't, ne- <laughs> we ain't never happy. Let's be real. We ain't never no, happy. No, no. We just no. Lord, it's me again. <laughs> <laughs> It's me again. It's been like five minutes, but I forgot. I didn't know if I had asked you because you remember last week when I was. <laughs> oh, it's me again. I know I said I was going to stop hoeing yesterday, but today was really the final time. I'm going to stop doing it, Lord. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to do it no more, Lord. I promise. I ain't going to do it. No he more. already know. He, he already know. know you got a date Thursday. <laughs> He already know what's going on. He know he know what you be what you be doing. I'd be like, Lord, uh, if I ain't supposed to be in the situation, take me out. Like I know, I know you give nudges and signs, Lord, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you for more than that if if you can. I I need the car not to work. I need you to kick me off. I'm gonna be on the first step. I need you to make sure I just don't even meet step mm-hmm. two, three, and four. Just right. put me on the ground, Lord. Right. 
I don't need to be there. <laughs> Keep me out of it. <laughs> okay, I don't don't put me there, Lord. Don't and depend on that, me. And then as you land in the hospital bed, <laughs> Lord, why me? <laughs> really, I told you not to go, but you know everybody has the right to make their own choices, and I'm not one to hold you back. <laughs> you said you would watch over and protect me. You said that you would make sure that in your arms is what you said. <laughs> I, I told you, you went anyway. Your car didn't work. You got a flat tire on the way. That part, the battery but, died. The honey, you ran out of gas. You went to the gas station and had the little bag <laughs> over it. You got all these signs. <laughs> And you and you went and people were getting stuff like they were like, man, I had a feeling. I just knew I won't feeling right. I was like, man, you gotta listen to that feeling. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that'd be all the Lord can send to you. Be like, you ain't open to me right now, but this I'm gonna send you this little signal. Mm -hmm. And hopefully you at least hear that. You've been drinking, um, mm -hmm. and the music is loud, but that's what <laughs> I can for you. I put that heavy feeling in your chest, you didn't listen to it. <laughs> I ain't no actually I ain't them giving you a corona. I got you COVID, so you couldn't make it and you had to quarantine. But guess what? You day seven, you still was over there day eight. You had not listen. listen. <laughs> you don't listen to nothing, and you know you don't listen. Now okay? you done mess with him and you got monkey pox, but I bet no, you oh Lord, not the monkey pox. <laughs> <laughs> I can only do what I I can only do so much. He can only do so much to protect us. Um which is why I be talking to people like, you know, we be saying, he knows everything. We got free will. I'm like, you do got free will. Those choices you make with things didn't end up right. You know, and you didn't learn nothing from it. You wish you did something different. You know, those are your choices. Chesley <laughs> <laughs> said, smack me. And then she said, woo, child, bye. <laughs> <laughs> As you know, he be giving them signs. We just be ignoring them. We already know. He, he started off with that mm -hmm. good feeling. You ignore the good feeling. Mm -hmm. Then he give you the sign from the like if it's a dude, he give the, the dude to say something stupid. That's that's sign number two. Mm -hmm. Then sign number three, like you know what I'm saying? He give you the signs. We just don't mean he give you the signs. And I feel like on sign number three or four, it just depends on how much time he got. He'd be like, Well, I listen, I've I've literally done all I could do, my child. Um, <laughs> I might see you up here with me tomorrow. <laughs> you don't listen to one of the three things. I'll be trying to reach out to y'all, but you don't, you don't listen to it. And don't. Look, Chad says she don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> don't. <laughs> uh, Vince said, Miss you, Chassis. We do miss you. We, we miss do you. miss you, Chad. Come we on, man. I ain't good. But, uh, uh, let me say something. Um, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. She worked hard for that D. That D was strong on it too. It was real strong. That's for you, Chaz. I gotta, I gotta be into it. You know, I might let you know one or two. I gotta be on the road. Um, I have a little whiskey. You know, not whiskey <laughs> on the road. Just two separate things. You know, that's the things that bring the cuss out. <laughs> hey, she she got frustrated one day because she she don't cuss like that, but. She got frustrated one day and said three cuss words in like one paragraph. And I was like, oh, snap. She for real. <laughs> uh, all at one time. Woo. It's for real. Man, 
I didn't tell you, my sister had me on speakerphone. My nephew was like, I'm to hear, I'm to hear cussing now. I was like, what? <laughs> don't worry about what I be doing. Mind your business, mind your business. Oh, man. All right. Well, we 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 way, way past time, but um, it's been a great episode. I think we had an amazing conversation. We're going to have what I call closing remarks, closing remarks. I'm going to start off first since I've been putting you on blast first. <laughs> I'm with closing remarks. I seen this post on LinkedIn actually, and I felt like it was so powerful. Um, the first part of it say just do nothing. The next screen says it is possible. And but actually, you're supposed to look at the full perspective of it, and it says just do it. Nothing is impossible. So the the goal of this is saying you got to look at life from more than just one angle. I feel like a lot of us is one angle. We we be in the midst of that storm, but all we see is the tornado and the lightning and that dark cloud and the thunder, but we don't see the rainbow on the other side. Mm -hmm. So I feel like this was powerful because when we in the midst of trouble or we in the midst of going through a job where you got that one employee that ain't worth nothing or argumentative or over talkative or you in the midst of the job not paying you right or you in the midst of going to church and and you got situations happening in that church you don't feel right. Or you in the midst of a relationship. Y'all not getting along at the moment. Like, if you look at the bigger picture, I feel like we could get much further in life. We too, we, we live in the moment too much. And that's me included. We in the, I think that's just our generation. We live in the moment. Which don't get me wrong, that's good sometimes. We want to have fun. We want to YOLO. Don't get me wrong. I get it. I said sometimes, hey, you only live once. Let's do it. But we have to look at all angles. We have to look at the beginning, the middle, and the end. And a lot of times we enjoy the beginning. We see the middle. We forget the end. Mm, man. I got, I got, I got, I be having a lot of angles. I have <laughs> And that's why I need my, my friends and family. Just narrow, they help me narrow it down to three. I got three angles. What possible was impossible was possible for other people. What could be possible for me? What has been possible? What should be possible? I'm like, like oh my six, God. That's been like six or seven. I'm telling you, I have a lot. I'm like, man, I'm overthinking. I haven't made the decision yet. It's been three days. <laughs> I got 18 angles. I just need to do something, you know. I I wish I could YOLO more. <laughs> um, if if my move here has taught me anything, it's kind of like, I mean, what's the worst that can happen? facts i think a lot of a lot of that is what hold us back mm -hmm. oh i'm gonna do this big thing and it's gonna be terrible it might not be mm -hmm. and or it might be okay and mm -hmm. it might be for a moment like i feel like that's the piece we feel like we have to make a move in life and it's just gotta be great oh it might just be a stepping stone to great might be or if it is terrible do you know how to handle terrible things you do what do you usually do when it's something you don't like? You just have right. to do something, something uh different. Right. Right. I'm a true believer that everything in life is a lesson or a blessing. Mm -hmm. Everything. But a lot of times we don't be wanting that lesson. But that lesson helps us grow and learn and build and mature and learn how to deal with life. That's mm -hmm. our, our, our lessons is our life insurance policy. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, that's what kind of a word. Sorry. Ooh, uh -oh. <laughs> Put that in there for later. Um, but it is like it it helped us build 
or if we can survive some of the stuff that we survive, we can survive anything. Mm-hmm. But we take away from the fact that we survived it and we overcome it and we lived it and we grew from it. We take away from that. We just say, I ain't trying to deal with that. Mm-hmm. I ain't got time. Mm-mm. I probably say I ain't got time for stuff all the time. <laughs> Why, what you doing? <laughs> what you doing? Um, what somebody was like, you could watch, there was like six Netflix shows, six hours, you can have a certification. <laughs> that's it. That's what hey. six classes you ain't got time for in the evening. You watch the six Netflix If I'm able, I don't uh, forget that. If I'm able to have six hours to watch something, that's some good rest to me because I got a lot on my dang plate. Between work, kids, hubby, church, school, outreach, family. <laughs> if I can have a day where I got six hours, I'm like, woo! Mm-hmm. Let's do it. <laughs> or some Netflix or book. Um, <laughs> when you break down the time, um, you have you have more time uh, than you than you think. You just gotta reorganize it. You're right. That's facts. You gotta reorganize and you gotta prioritize. Mm-hmm. You look at that thing on your phone, that um thing on your phone that tells you what what apps you're spending the most time on. You take <laughs> it like this week you spent twelve hours on Facebook. I'm like, dang, on <laughs> twelve hours. You know, I got to cut back. What was I doing? A whole shift for some people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A whole shift. A whole shift. Um, mm. you got any you got any closing remarks? Sorry. Uh, no, this was uh you know. This was great. Hopefully nobody don't, you know, judge me harshly for my uh, commentary. <laughs> I doubt it. Uh, this was great. Great me. talking. I miss uh, Chad. Uh, she's always a, a good time, but thank you for having me on here. Yes, you did amazing. Amazing. That's why you was first on the list. Oh yes. So don't tell me who else is on the list. I don't care what <laughs> I could have been number eight. I'd be like, ah, lucky number eight. You know what? Yeah. I'm done. I'm done. All right. For those that are watching this weekend, Chas is in a play called Guns of Ava. I'm opening up the play with the national anthem, but she is actually in the play. So if you're in the Burlington area on this Saturday at the Paramount Theater. Please, please, please support her, support this project. The play is amazing. I'm already seeing myself auditioning next year, so it's pretty good. And uh, please, please, please come and support. Sorry. Oh, uh, Chastity said you did great. Vince said you wonderful co-host. So there you go. There you go. What I can as a substitute. (laughs) Come on now. Um, also, um, please, please, please make sure if you're watching this now or later, um, subscribe, follow, like our pages. We are on Facebook, we're on Instagram, and we are on YouTube. Subscribe, follow, and like all of those avenues. If you are somebody who you think would be a great guest or you have any great topics that we need to discuss, always feel free to hit us up on our Facebook, Instagram page, or email us at occasionallyposh at gmail.com. And then also, you know, even though we're talking about this ill investments of Black Lives Matter, you know, if you're going to give to to our cause, because this ain't free, you can do so at our cash out at Money Sign Occasionally Posh. So we thank you guys for always tuning in. We love it. And we hope to see you next week. And bye-bye. Bye.
Thank you.